Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento. My guest today is Reverend Donna Apodoni, who is well known for her work with Cap Radio as host of Morning Edition and Cap Radio Reads. She is also an interfaith minister ordained in New York in 2009, and she is a speaker at half a dozen congregations. She is also the teacher designer of the Transformation Path. Donna and I decided to take on a spiritual discipline to deepen our inner lives, and this series, 12 Powers of the Soul, is the result. Welcome, Donna. What's our topic for today? Nice to be here, Deborah. Our topic for today is courage. Courage. Yeah. What a topic that is. Yeah, I was thinking, well, I, I was, I've been thinking about the difference between uh, bravery and courage. What's the difference? Well, I've decided on my own, in my own head, that bravery is in the moment. So, you know, it was like I I was brave and I stepped into the situation. Courage to me is the the long term uh, kind of commitment, the slogging through type of type of thing is so you might actually have the courage to do something and in that last moment need the bravery to do it. But I just decided to to divide those in two things to see what we would do with it. Well, I'm glad you did. And I, I don't know if it's, you know, as so many things we talk about, how accurate it is, is sometimes in the eye of the beholder. So someone who hears this podcast, this episode of this podcast, may agree with you or may not. But I think it's important that we show some similarities and some differences between those so that people can decide on their own. It was rather courageous of you to do that. (laughs) And I was brave enough to step into the moment. Yeah, you did. Very good. (laughs) And of course, the thing is, these conversations we have is, is we're just trying to figure it out ourselves, aren't we? I mean, we're, none of this is meant to be uh, taken as the one and only answer because there isn't one and only answer. Absolutely correct. And I love the idea that people who listen to this are sort of playing along with us. They're they're listening to how a conversation on any given topic can go. They're discovering their own power. And sometimes they're sitting at home or in their cars going, no, you got it all wrong. It's like this. And all of that is good. That's why we're doing it. We're doing it because it's something that we thought would be helpful to ourselves and helpful to anyone who listens. And it is just helpful to walk through what ifs. You know, what if this or what if this or, oh, maybe if I looked at it like this and then you get to say, nah, or yeah, and, and then go off on another bunny trail. I love bunny trails. <laughs> I love what if questions. They're great fun and they're and they're so revealing. Well, I've I've realized that courage is everywhere. As I was thinking, I, I gave a lot of thought in preparation to this, not a lot of research, but a lot of thought. Who is courageous? Who has courage? Who has exhibited courage? And I can't think of anyone who hasn't. Everyone steps into that courage and has that courage at some point, whether or not they know it. I was, I I made a little list. I was thinking about uh, during the pandemic, every nurse and doctor in the world has been courageous. And so have a lot of other people who work in that business, people who may not have the dedication 
to medicine that medical people have. But what if you're a janitor and you went to work during the pandemic and you were just cleaning up, but equally exposed to everything that took a lot of courage and still does people who are starting a career, people who are starting school, taking classes, whether it's for the first time or not, there's a lot of courage in just getting in there and doing something. And at the other end of a career, people who are retiring or graduating have that same kind of courage. Yeah. And, and, and as you're saying that, I'm realizing that courage is also in the eye of the beholder. Because someone, you know, when I, I've told people that I went back to finish my bachelor's degree when I was 52 years old, and people will tell me that that took a lot of courage. But for me, it was, I figured I was going to be single for the rest of my life. And I was tired of, of, of uh, icky jobs. And so I decided to go back to school so that I could, you know, have a really good career for the rest of my life. And so for me, it wasn't so, I mean, it took some courage, but the decision was all about, I just want to do something different. But people looking from the outside just see that as very courageous to, to go back to school in your 50s or 60s or whatever. So it is. And it is. It. Yeah. It is because it's trying something new and it's it's extending yourself and stretching yourself. And all of that really does take courage. Of course, I had to go to the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did, because I love The Wizard of Oz. And the lion was labeled as cowardly. But, you know, as happens with so many of us, when he got to the end of that story, at least the film version of that story, there he was with the, with the wizard. And the wizard said to him that it's not so much that he didn't have courage, the wizard said, you're a victim of disorganized thinking. I thought that was very interesting, a victim of disorganized thinking. And I got, I got to thinking about how the thoughts that we have could be reorganized in a way that would feel more courageous. Well, that goes along with, with what I was interrupting you with, is that Courage, in many respects, is simply stepping out of your comfort zone. And the lion was constantly stepping out of his comfort zone through that entire story. He was, I mean, you know, what is a comfort zone for him? Probably there isn't one. Yet, he persisted in that endeavor because that's what was in front of him. He also allowed himself to be very vulnerable. He didn't think that he had courage, but in his, what he felt was a lack of courage, he was courageous enough to say, I am cowardly. I just don't have it. He found it eventually and he recognized it eventually. But that's an important lesson, I think, for all of us when we're not feeling courageous to say, I'm not there right now. Yeah, and you know, we we kind of we live in a culture that that is so surrounded by the idea of perfection that that it's often not okay for us to express this feeling of not being uh, up to something. And I'm not talking about this inner feeling that some people have about not being good enough. It's like I'm in this situation and I have to pretend like I'm fine 
and I'm not fine. And to be able to say, okay, in this moment, I'm not fine. But being able to say I'm not fine out loud is one of the things that gives me me courage. It, it, it uh, helps me move on because if I'm just running into my head going, I'm okay, I'm okay. Oh my God, I'm not okay. I'm okay. To be able to say, all right, in this moment, this isn't working for me. <laughs> that helps me gain uh, get up my courage to take the next step. Does that make any sense? I think it does. But what's more important is that it makes sense to you and it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it puts you, you, you do in fact reorganize your thinking in the direction of courage when you do that. Right. And, and the, the, the lion expressing his vulnerability, expressing what's going on with him, then he got feedback from other people as well. And that was another thing that helped him reorganize his thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so it wasn't a one man job. Or a one lion job. <laughs> it wasn't a one lion job, but it was definitely an inside job. Mm-hmm. It was definitely something where, because he could have listened to those people and animals and, and characters around him and said, well, I'm glad you think so, but I'm still cowardly. But he didn't. He absorbed it and he believed them. And that can only be done from the inside of us. Right. Because then we, we, we think about the people or the characters, whatever your experience is, is of who are always being told that everything they were doing was nuts and they shouldn't do it, but they had the courage to do it anyway. Um, Walt Disney would be a person who did whatever he did. Then we, of course, you know, and we're always looking at really famous people for their courage. And I love that you've, you've brought it to the every, everyday people that everyone has courage, but certainly the people who are so famous for their, their courage were people who are being told, you can't do this. This isn't going to work. Martin Luther King, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And they had the courage to go past, I'm not going to say go past all the negatives that they were being told and doing what they were called to do anyway. And I am sure that there are people in everyday life who do exactly the same thing. They're just not splashed across the headlines. But you hit on something very important. They did it and they found the courage and some gumption in there because they were called to do it. It was so important. It wasn't courage um in a in a haphazard sort of way maybe that would be more like bravery but courage when you feel called to do something and it is so important to you that you you do sometimes absorb the messages around you but sometimes you ignore them and just go forward and i think you just hit on where i was talking about the difference between bravery and courage is that i I think for me that it takes courage to make that sustained effort when there are people telling you your your own fears because everyone's got their own fears about it and their own concerns and then you're getting blasted from everybody on the outside and yet that ability to sustain your your momentum through that I think that's what 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 is real courage to just stay in your in your power, no matter what's going on around you. Courage really is a power, isn't it? It really There's is. something to be said for bravery too, though. And, and we recognize that they may be different. Um, there's something to be said. We, we're recording this very close to the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. 
And because of that, I'm reminded of a lot of things that happened in and around that day, one of which I thought was courageous, that people on the top floors of the Twin Towers were willing to jump from whatever floor that is. Now, maybe that's in the moment bravery, maybe not, maybe it's courage, but I would be hard pressed to make that decision and I would be hard pressed to make that jump. So when I see those pictures and see that video and I'm reminded of that, I think that's beyond anything that I have, but they found it in that moment and it was the solution that they chose. Mm -hmm. There are so many good examples of whether it's bravery or courage, but I think I think courage. The, the entire LGBTQ community exemplifies courage. People of color exemplify courage in ways that I cannot fully appreciate or even understand. So I'll just admit to that. But there are so many things in everyday life that are courageous that we don't even see in each other necessarily. We, we overlook a lot of what people think and, and do that is courageous. Are the people who are coming to the U.S. and other parts of the world because they no longer feel safe to live in Afghanistan, any given country at any given time, that is so courageous to just leave behind a whole life and a whole family history and go to a new place and learn a new language and navigate something like that. That's courage. It is courage. And I, I don't think you can have, uh, I don't think courage and bravery are not mutually exclusive. You can't have one without the other. It's Good just, point. And, and, and so, like I said, when I was just thinking about it, it just seems my, my own experience is, is that bravery is, is taking the action in the moment. And the courage is that, that whole power that's, that, that hypes me up for that, that, that brave step. Maybe that's what it is, is that, that, that power within me that says, no matter what, you, I'm going to do this. And, and the thing is, is that there are people who have trouble walking out their front door. And for them, that is a courageous act. Yes. To go out and should be world. celebrated and should be celebrated. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I looked up the word. In, inevitably, either you or I will look up the word of the week, depending on, on how we're inspired to do that. So I looked up the word courage. And the root of the word courage is core, which means heart. We talked about heart in our last episode, but I think it's very interesting that the root of the word courage is the Latin word for heart. And it actually, the original form of the word meant to speak one's mind while telling all one's heart. So they were, the word, the word came about less as an action and more as a as a verbal as a as a communication in courage interesting that's really beautiful isn't it yeah that is because um when i when i think about something that i think personally that i have done that i would say was courageous i would have to say that 
it was something that came from my heart. And on, on, on some level, I kind of feel like I didn't have a choice. My heart was telling me this, I had to. I was so I was following my heart. And of course, we have, I don't know how many thousands of self-help books are out there was those follow your heart, you know, uh, <clears throat> do what you love and the money will come and all of that kind of thing. But, you know, people don't really, I don't think really understand what that means. And it's just like listening to what's really calling you. And you don't, you don't just give up all, all uh, common sense in it, but you listening to your heart can direct you in lots of really cool ways. And sometimes it is scary and it does require that extra courage to go out of your comfort zone and try something new. It goes back to what we're called to do. And it's a good example. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't, I don't know that I've ever witnessed or come across someone who has courage connected with anger. So it makes sense that it would be connected to the heart. It does. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, courage and anger. I mean, sometimes we are spurred on by anger, but I think in the moment when you really are, uh, what do we say, screwing up your courage to, to get out there and do something, yeah. there's, no, there's no room for anger in that because you're so busy trying to figure out how to do it. Or To me, courage is also a little single-minded. How I, so? Well, I mean, if, if I am... If I'm working at my courage to do something, or if I'm feeling courageous, then I'm really focusing on that. I, mm. I have to. I have to have focus in order to be to be able to step out of my comfort zone and, and into some place that I don't even know what it's going to be like, or you know, or what am I what am I putting myself in front of, or you know, I mean, yesterday I had to put, I put myself in front of a conversation that I knew was going to be uncomfortable. I wasn't even, it wasn't even my conversation. It was someone else's conversation. And I was there to hold space and to be witness. And that, that, that was outside my comfort zone. And I had to say, you're strong enough to do this. This isn't about you. And you can be witness. And so it, it, it took, you know, stepping out of what I really wanted to do. I mean, and that's just plain every single day, mundane kind of courage that we all we all have all the time, I think. That was another thing the wizard pointed out to the lion when he gave him his, uh, his credentials at the end. He the wizard talked about how there are lots of people in any given community who are called heroes and who are called courageous and they get into parades and they wave their medals around and we call that courage. But this everyday courage that you brought up is there's a lot of it. It is every day. It is plentiful. It is abundant. And it does muster something in all of us. To be a little bit bigger. I think that I, I think that courage often leads to purpose because of that calling, because of that intention that you and I have both mentioned that when someone is acting in courage, they're going forward because they believe in something. That purpose is almost inherent in courage. 
And then you will have people say, I, d I don't even know why I did it. I just, it was, I was there and I just was moved to do it and I did whatever. And some of the most courageous acts I've seen where people would never say that they just said I was doing what I was doing in the moment. You know, there, there's no, there's no medals. There's no hoo-ha around it. It's just, uh, and yet, you know, it's like right now you're the bravest person I know. You have so much courage. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a very special, um, it's a very special exploration because it allows us to see other people in a new way. A lot of this series has been how we're exploring ourselves, the two of us, and then having litner, listeners be witness to that. The topic of courage lets us look outward. Every one of us, whoever says the word again, will be looking around us and saying, everyone has it. Every, it's not isolated. It's not rare. And it, it allows us to see everyone around us in a new way. It does. And and I'm hoping that that will, you know, spark some other conversations. But I'm, I need to go back to the Wizard of Oz because, you know, we have the heart, we have courage, and we have the, the brain, the mind. And in, through this whole, whole series, we have been talking about all of these, how these are all interrelated. And you can't have, <clears throat> excuse me, one without the other. And you know, we've already connected courage to the heart. And of course, there's also uh, the other part of it is like you had disorganized thinking. So all three of those elements, it was like right there. It was it's really a very brilliant combination. It's a really brilliant message that that is being given to us through that story is you have to have you have to be able to think about it. You have to have the heart and you have to come from courage. All three of those are, are so interrelated not, there's nothing is separate. Nothing is separate. And the fourth power or gift in The Wizard of Oz is the one that's sometimes overlooked, and that's the concept of home. But home is who we are. So having all of these other powers available to us and our awareness of those powers is how we reach our internal home, the invisible home that's within all of us. Yeah, and Dorothy, Dorothy learned that i mean home was where she was yeah you know there is there is no yeah with within yourself is where you are at home and then if you are using your these three elements your mind your heart <clears throat> excuse me your courage your you know i mean courage is also related to enthusiasm yes yes that purpose that calling is enthusiasm absolutely before we get away from the lion, I just have to tell you how much I love some of the phrasing of his song. What puts the ape in apricot? What makes the hot and tot so hot? What a great way to present a lot of different scenarios where courage is used, but often overlooked. I know it's silly to say what, what makes the hot and tot so hot, but you know what, in my mind, it goes, back i'm looking at something historical and i'm thinking yeah people have always been courageous people have always had something so it comes it sneaks up on us in some of the music and some of the scripting from that film and the books 
that inspired the film. Those little messages are so subtle, but they just, they make us think as we're singing along. They make us appreciate and understand something that we hadn't really seen before. And this conversation on courage is just stretching me, really, really broadening how I look at people. Yeah. And I, I, I'm thinking for some reason about animal, real animals, not, not, not character animals, but um, animals have their own, what I would say, kind of courage. And I realize that they don't think things through the way we do and they don't, but you know, to watch, like we have a new kitten and um, it was a rescue and it came in with some other much larger cats and it's just, I'm here. And I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And, you know, this is not a, a timid cat at all. But, um, you know, and when, when, when he gets hissed at, he does back off. It's not like he's aggressive. But he's very much, I'm here. And, and that's all there is to it. And I think we have a lot to learn from them in terms of they're just being in the world. You know, they're, 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 that's all they do is they just be. And we're so busy thinking it all through. And yes, we have to have our thought processes and we have to not have that disorganized thinking. At the same time, they teach us so much by their simply beingness. If our eyes are open and our ears are open, we recognize what they're doing and we relate to it as you just did, which is another part of, it's not courage to do that, but it's another part of the marvel of the powers that exist on this planet by various beings in various scenarios and settings that we can recognize courage in each other. We can recognize love and heart in each other. Yeah. And I, I think the, uh, the putting these qualities into characters, a tin man, a lion, uh, a scarecrow, um, is one of the ways that helps us learn about that because it takes us out of ourselves. It's like, oh, that's a straw man. It's not, it's not, you know, I don't relate to it as me quite so much. But then again, because it's a straw man, I can. It's, it's a very interesting dynamic that happens there. And so why why I'm more comfortable learning something from a straw man or from a, 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 a pretend lion than I am from other people. That's the whole other other conversation that we could probably have for hours and hours. Or from but, a cat. Or from a cat. Yeah. Yeah, our biases and our fast-moving lifestyles sometimes prevent us from seeing some of these things in each other, and it takes some other being and some or some other character to open our eyes. Because I think it slows us down. We we stop a little more and think about it if it's if it's something different. And for me, again, it's like um, the, the, if we're talking about bravery as being that step, stepping out in the moment, and courage is that extended um, effort, then courage probably at some point there's thinking going on, there's considerations, there's evaluation. It's like I'm doing this. Um, who knows? I I often wonder what some of the conversations, like with Martin Luther King, you know, Jr. were. Um, you know, what, what, because there had to be some strategy at the same time, just stepping out and doing what they were doing. Gandhi, 
I mean, whoever, much of what they did was not done without thought in the moment. It was, it was a sustained effort to do something, but they had to continue day after day, no matter what was coming at them. And again, that, that, that comes down to everyday life as well. We all have things in our lives that, you know, people have jobs they don't like, and yet they persevere in those jobs. And there's some sort of um, mental organization that goes on in order to sustain through that and and all of that is courage that's true it's not that the people are stubborn it's not people are ignoring what's around them maybe there's a certain amount of stubbornness involved to to do that work but it it really is courage it's not stamping your feet and saying i'm going to do it my way it is the courage and the and the commitment and the purpose that come through in all of those cases. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of the single mother who, you know, works three jobs in order to get their kids through school. Um, you know, that's, that's a choice they make. Yeah. It's a courageous choice to give up. Well, you know, they give up some things in order to do that. They do. We can't really look at anyone who's in a position along those lines and say, well, they had to do it. They have no choice. They do have a choice, and it mm -hmm. is courageous. Mm -hmm. It is, and it's, we take so much for granted. And I, I, I'm thinking that coming through a pandemic is changing the way a lot of people look at life. And I'm seeing that more people are recognizing perhaps what we're calling courage, recognizing that people are are doing more than necessarily they need to, or, you know, going outside themselves a little bit more. And at the same time, uh, there's people who don't, but things are changing like, like crazy in this country. Well, probably all over the world, but, you know, they're changing for us because of what we're going, what we have gone through in a pandemic. And then um, a lot of other exciting things have happened during the same time. Uh, there were forest fires. There was, you know, some excitement in, in Afghanistan. I mean, it just, it, it seems like it's been perpetual for almost two years. And it has been. It, and, and since we were talking about the anniversary of September 11th, 2001, it is very interesting that a lot of people after that event in the couple of years after that event said, wow, New Yorkers have changed. It seems like the caring in them really came out. Now we're expanding that to the entire world. Mm -hmm. There is a, a caring that results from courage that many of us hadn't really seen before. There is a, there's a transcendence there. Once you walk through a certain fire, figuratively, you see something later on that you hadn't noticed before. And so courage uh, can lead or is related to compassion. Absolutely. That's the core. That's the heart. That's where that word and that definition really fit together. That to have that level of courage you do have compassion. You do have heart. Now I get it. 
Right, because really the only way we understand anything is when we experience. I mean, I can tell you a story, and you can listen to my story, and you can believe my story, and you can go, yeah, that's an interesting story, and I, I, I have some compassion for you. And then the next day, the same or similar thing happens to you, and all of a sudden you're, oh, yeah. Now it's real to you because, it's, you know, I mean, it was, it was, the story was real, but the experience becomes real. And, and then you understand it from a completely different point of view. And then, um, you know, I, I think I've mentioned that um, where I grew up in northern Arizona, we had absolutely no clue what the South was like and what uh, Reverend, you know, the King was doing. I mean, we were... <sighs> It was just completely, it was a story. In fact, we didn't even get that much news about it. And so, um, you know, it became very real for me when I moved to California and, and got out out of that little tiny box I was living in. And, and, and yet, that will never be completely real for me because those are not things that I experience as, as the person I am. However, I have compassion for people who go through things. You know, I, I've seen enough and I've had enough conversations and I've had a few experiences. And so now it becomes more, more real to me, which allows me to get into the feeling part of it. It's not just an intellectual thing. And, 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 and courage is not an intellectual event. It sounds as if you were able to grow in your recognition of courage. You still haven't had certain experiences that apply to that situation, but as you have grown and, and expanded your own experience and seen more of other people's experience, your compassion grows and your recognition of other people's courage grows too. And uh, yeah, and, and I, I think I'm hoping that that's what some of uh, might be coming out of the, the pandemic experience is that... Uh, because people had to start acting and you know being very different, staying home or communicating differently, that I don't know that we're going to see some of the results of that for a few years. But I'm really interested to see you know how it how it falls down out after um, you know two or three years as as we get back into probably what we consider whatever the normal is going to be back into the world with each other. I'm really interested to see how how people treat each other and uh if this recognition of courage will be more to the fore than than it than it was well i hope somebody writes it down because there have been pandemics before and so much was not documented that we can't learn from the previous pandemic or the one before that so hopefully we're in a place in our world where we not only recognize that courage but we find ways to explain it and document it yeah. so that a hundred years from now somebody else can benefit from that and maybe have the courage and the compassion that heart that goes with courage, maybe witness it and act on it a little bit more quickly. Yeah, I agree. You know, and so for, for me, I, th I think I'm still making compassion and, and I mean, uh, courage and bravery, slightly different aspects of the same thing in my head. Um, but I am now looking at, 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 uh, I am looking at courage 
from a different point of view and realizing how courageous every single human being is for just getting up in the morning. Exactly. Exactly. There, that's, that was what we were saying at the beginning. Everyone is courageous. Everyone is courageous every day. Maybe we never saw it. We're starting to see it more and more. However, the message comes to us, we're starting to see it more and more. And it's worth celebrating. We are. We are. So, Donna, what would you, in the end, what would you say your definition of courage is? My definition of courage is a response to what's around us every day with a focus on heart and compassion. I like that. I think we can just be with that. I think so too. So next week we are going to be talking about the power of prosperity. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to that. I am too. Thank you for being with me, Donna. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.